Welcome everybody, this is Magli Cabrera. Welcome to the first episode ever from Give Me Your Advice. Today we're going to have a wonderful guest. His name is Paul Goin. He was uh, a person that really have impacted my life a lot. He gave us a lot of, he's gonna give us a lot of advice. I really recommend, he's wonderful. You're gonna learn a lot from him. And uh, I really, really enjoy talking to him and especially for him to be my first guest ever. This is so good. Um, thank you for joining us today. Hopefully you can join, join us in the future as well. And um, if you have any question, please let us know. We hopefully can contact you in the future and definitely answer those questions. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Tremendous um, introduction. Uh, I, I think, uh, especially as, as we haven't known each other for that long, it's, uh, it's wonderful that we forged this relationship this, this far. It's, it's extremely valuable uh, to me, certainly. So thank you. <laughs> so what about if we started for you to give us a little bit of your um introduction who are you professional obviously and, and let us know a little bit of your your career certainly uh for those of you listening welcome um you you may tell i have a slight accent uh i'm originally from the united kingdom uh, i moved here uh, around about 20 years ago uh with the company i was working for in the uk it was a finnish company uh, and i came over to set up the business in north america uh, based in Boulder, Colorado. I was with that company for 20 years, uh, 24 years actually. Uh, and uh, my last assignment with that company was to, to sell off a, a large chunk of the business that I was responsible for. Uh, and so found myself at that point uh, without, a, without a position in the organization, which was uh, somewhat of a daunting uh, position to be in, but um, these things happen. Uh, 24 years, I, I honestly expected to retire there, but, but that wasn't the case. So um, uh, I started to look for new career opportunities, um, found one uh, as president of a service organization in the, in the healthcare industry. Uh, funnily enough, very, very different industry from, from the one I'd been in previously. Uh, subsequently took on the, the chief operating officer uh, position of that role. Um, and then, and then was um, then found this opportunity where I'm currently, which is Chief Operating Officer with SOS Sand Technology um, in the oil and gas industry. Again, a fairly significant change in in business uh, in industry, uh, and have been with them. Obviously, where I met yourself, Magley, um, been with them for the last ten months. Very excited to be with them, and um, and have met uh, some some great people uh, and made some tremendous relationships. For sure, yeah. Um, great experience with SOS. Wonderful people, for sure. I, I really, really have a great experience with them. Um, one of the questions that I got the most um, in, in, in LinkedIn, in DMs, uh, for young professionals, it is about changing uh, industries, right? And, and don't knowing if it is a good thing, if it is a bad thing, how good it looks in a resume, how, um, how to make that change, if you're gonna be able to understand the new things. Um, tell us a little bit about that change that you have, because let's be honest, change or, or getting into oil and gas, I have a 10 years of experience in the oil and gas, and I have never seen um, a high management coming from different industry. It is, it is not very normal that you see that. 
So you, can you tell us a little bit how, you know, how was that? Um, honestly, very daunting. Um, and, and the move from, from, from the first industry where I'd been for 24 years into healthcare was, was in itself very daunting. And then to move to oil and gas, again, was, was daunting. But uh, uh, as well as being daunting, it offered tremendous challenges. Um, and, and very much as, as I look to develop teams and create teams, and, and without a team, you, we can't be successful. We need a team uh, to, to be able to, to compete, to uh, deliver business, to win. Um, so to, to have that team, you have to be willing to sometimes go outside of the box uh, with, with respect to the selection of, of candidates for that team. You're always looking to complement the team with, with something different, something complementary, something that the team maybe necessarily doesn't have. And I think coming into this organization, I think that's, that's what the chairman of the board was looking for. He, he was looking for uh, something to, to, to make a, a, a relatively dramatic change. And, and I think on his part, that probably was a, a, a not an insignificant risk. Um, but, but I think he did his due diligence and, and, and he wasn't looking at that moment in time specifically for oil and gas. He was looking at someone with more of the business leadership experience. And because of his level of confidence in his need and desire for that position, that helped me overcome uh, some of the fears and, and concerns uh, that I had coming into the industry. Nonetheless, um, you know, prior to day one, those those fears and concerns were still there. It's it's a very different industry. Uh, it was it was nothing I'd I'd ever um, worked in before, um, even to the extent of of terminology. I'm very very different. So. Uh, but 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 again, for me to overcome it was was the excitement. Um, and I think, you know, the original part of your question was about young professionals. Yeah. Uh, young professionals today are always looking for that next opportunity to learn, um, and so they should be. And and historically, that has been you know, someone of my age. Uh, you got that through career pro progression through a single organisation, and you were able to move business units and and move into different areas of expertise and and be able to be coached and mentored into those. I think the younger generation today are uh, a lot more risk averse, and they're willing to make fairly significant changes in their career to develop themselves and to push themselves. So. Um, I would certainly encourage it. Um, you always have to be conscious of, of, of the environment that you're moving into. You know, how safe is that environment? Um, how, how, um, uh, how positive is that environment in terms of, of the skill set that you're going to bring in? Is it something you're going to enjoy? I mean, you, you, have to, you have to enjoy what you do to be able to get up in the morning and be motivated ultimately to be successful. And, and your success is, is what provides your, your position in the team and, and ultimately helps that team increase their success and, and the business to become more successful. So you as a manager, if you see a resume, let's, uh, let's put the example of a, a geology. Um, do you see it as something positive or something negative if they have gone back and forth for different industries? Uh, reading a resume is 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 quite an interesting art form, and I, I I don't I don't think that I profess to to be an expert at it. Um, I'm I'm quite passionate when I read a resume. Um, 
I read a resume for, for uh, to enable me to understand what it is that the individual has done in his or her career to get them to the point they're at. How much effort have they made to um, self-progress? Um, how much have they done above and beyond uh, the day-to-day to enable them to, to, to be uh, put in a position to, to look for the next opportunity and advantage. Um, I'm a little strange that, in that I focus on um, the accuracy of, of the resume and not necessarily the content. The content is clearly, is clearly important, but you can get the content very quickly to see if that individual has the skills that you're looking for to complement the team. But, but I, I don't dismiss uh, a resume because, of, because they don't necessarily have, uh, have worked in the industry or haven't had the title that you're looking for. I'm looking for their ability to show that drive and ambition to get them to the next stage. Um, that's where I think I'm able to complement that individual and, and that team uh, most effectively. And, and I, I welcome those individuals who are willing to push themselves a little bit harder outside of their comfort zone because it, that shows that shows that ambition and, and shows that willingness to to really put in the extra effort yeah um, um actually right now since i am between jobs and reading so many um um you know different posts and different uh, jo- job posts um you get a little bit discouraged or confused because normally they give you um, you know, you have to have these skills, you need to have uh, be graduated in this, or if you have an MBA and then you need to have 10 years of experience and you're like, I don't have time in my life to be have done all this. So I definitely, definitely um, encourage people to don't, you know, focus just in the keywords, focus in, um, in the experience that you have. Um, don't pay them much of attention to the millions of years of experience that they ask you for it because at the end of the day, um, I think that we all have something to offer in a specific. If, if, if you think it's going to make you happy, like you say, it is definitely there. Yeah, I would add, I would add as well, you, you have to trust yourself. You, are, you as an individual are your greatest advocate. Um, so you know your strengths you know your weaknesses you you know uh, where you're going to be successful you know what drives you you have to do uh, your due diligence for the positions you're looking for you have to find that position you, you you can't disregard the requirement for some of the things that they're looking for but at the same time you can and you should with with every single application you should tailor it specifically for, for that position and and again you're looking for something that's going to enable you to be successful because that success ultimately is going to provide uh, success for the team and the organization so find those positions that talk to you, that speak to you, um, and, then, and then spend a, a, a good amount of time tailoring your application um, your, and your cover letter. I mean, I think the cover letter is equally important. That's your first um, opportunity at, at, a, at a written interview to be able to get uh, in, front of, in front of the employer and to be able to sell yourself. Yeah, something that we can probably talk in the future is 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 hard sometimes for young professionals, and it's actually quite hard when you are getting older and getting um and, and with some years of experience to understand your value, to understand very clear what are your pros and cons, because sometimes you know we can be very hard to ourselves, 
and um, sometimes what we can we can see something of a, as a as a cons is definitely something that is everybody looks at as something positive. So that exercise or that there can be very very tricky. I, I guess that as a jump professional, you're you have so much. Um, you just want to go and give, and you are so positive. But I guess that the older you get, the fear sometimes give you there your own experience. Sometimes it it, quite, it it can be quite hard, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it can be quite hard. Uh, quite hard. Uh, one would imagine the older you get, the more experienced you become, and therefore the more confident you become. That's sometimes, as as, as you've alluded to there, that's uh, a little contrary to to uh, yeah. to the actual. Um, you, you almost become a little more um, introverted and a, a little more self-focused. Uh, uh, and, and again, as you as you alluded to, you can spend a little bit too much time focusing on the areas that you know you need to develop. Yeah. One of the areas there where, where I would strongly recommend it, it from a very young age is, is try and find uh, a coach or, or a mentor or a number of coach and mentors. The, the, the coach and mentor... Um, it is is something uh, that that I've I've spent a, a huge amount of time uh, focusing on in the latter part of my career. I was fortunate enough uh, earlier in my career to have some tremendous uh, coaches and, and mentors, uh, and some who fought very hard with me to become uh, a coach and a mentor. But but recognised um, you know what they could do and and throughout my career that ability to to touch base with those those coaches and and for them to course correct me uh, and to and to remind me of what i'm good at uh, has been invaluable and and um it's sometimes difficult to reach out and ask for help uh, especially being being a male uh, but actually it's it can be and has been for, for me personally very rewarding uh, and it's something that that i like to put a lot of time and effort in now to, to young professionals and and even you know people at, at my point in my career that is that is for sure that is something that i actually learned a little bit later than, than what i probably will like i would say um and and it's wonderful because we can actually add a little bit what we're talking about in the past about your strength and and your coach it can definitely help you to understand a little bit your 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 strengths and your and your your weakness and for you to move forward. Um, I can actually give you one experience that I just lived before um, I was laid off. And I, ha I, can, I can tell you, Paul, he's been my coach, my mentor, my, <laughs> my guidance. And I have, I have discovered how passionate and emotional I can get. I know that emotional is a huge word in the professional life. But um, I don't see it as something negative anymore because how Paul, how Paul have guided me to it. I was myself in a situation and I, and, and I knew because how emotional I was, I couldn't, I needed to breathe, give Paul a call, <laughs> uh, listen, try to listen. And he gave me, he gave me different like scenarios, right? And, and because of the situation, I was able to feel the one of them, it was definitely something that I felt comfortable with. And I, I tell you guys, this is not something that I was going to be able to do by myself. Definitely. I, I was so into the emotion at the moment. But it feels so good to know that you can get your phone, call someone and give you good advice or give you uh, different scenarios and, and figure out which one it, it just works better for you. I tell you, it was a 
completely game changer for me. It's the first time ever that I have done that. And I was like in a hundred after I talked to Paul, I was able to come to myself and wow, this is, this is wonderful. It feels so good. Thank you again for that. You're welcome. And, 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 and it's, you know, it's, it's no different than, than something in your personal life, ha having the ability to, to take a step back and, and to reach out to somebody you trust and, and who is going to provide you uh, very honest, very transparent feedback. And, and, and again, it, it's, it's, it's uh, sometimes information you might ignore or you might choose to, to pick pieces out. But having that ability and having that level of trust and confidence to do that, I think is important. But, but again, um, as you and I have discussed many times, it, it's a big step. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a level of trust there um, that, that takes some time. It, it isn't automatically there. And, and, it, and there's, a, there's a level of sort of personal belief in the need for that uh, engagement and, and, and that feedback uh, that maybe it doesn't help everybody. Certainly it's helped you and I. Yeah. That is, that is for sure. That is for sure. I, I heartily recommend, especially to young professionals, please uh, be sure, obviously, I, I've, I've been very lucky um, to find people that is uh, wonderful, wonderful people. I definitely been, even my family, I have a great mentor in my family. It is it's my uncle, uh, Pedro. I don't know if he's around there. Hi, everybody. <laughs> but uh, but he, he definitely support me as well as much as he can. Um, I know that I, I give you a, a few uh, questions that we're going to be discussing today. I think that we went to, to some of them a little bit too, too fast. Probably we, um, we can come back to some of your points about any, like how difficult it was for you to do changes. I know, I know that is, you came from different industries. I know that we, that we talk a, a, a little bit about definitely coming into the, that, uh, that uh, oil and gas industry uh, ready um, as a manager, but any points, anything that, uh, that, that you did specifically that you can tell this specifically helped me to, um, you know, to get into know the industry, to, to get into feel comfortable, well, not comfortable, but feeling more comfortable in, in the industry. Um. So, so the first thing I would say is that is that fear is natural. Uh, the, the fear of the unknown is natural, and, and as best as possible, try try and embrace that, and turn that fear to something positive. Um, fear naturally creates um, instincts in a person that, that 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 can be quite defensive, and and that's not the best way to approach this. You you have to be open. You have to be receptive. Uh, and you have to be willing um, to to look at changes and to look at change positively. Um, so, so that would be the first thing: is is overcome the fear and and turn the fear into into positive energy for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I think anything that takes you outside of your comfort zone is is going to create anxiety. Sure. Um, and again, try to understand and, and appreciate that that anxiety is natural. It's it's not you you shouldn't you shouldn't um, hold that against yourself. It's it's a natural emotion, and, and again, you need to try and find a way to embrace that and, and to turn that to to be as positive as possible. I think then um, I think from from my perspective, and I don't think it's it's any different from any other perspective, is try to understand the industry that you're coming into. What is the context? The, the, and, and by context, I mean you have a skill set. 
uh, it's a proven skill set because you've 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 been successful and and now you find yourself through unfortunate circumstances in a position where you're now looking for 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 something different. Yeah fall back into into uh being able to trust yourself and and having a level of confidence that you have been successful and you can continue to be successful going forward and then find ways to to um share those successes into the new environment now in order to do that you have to have some context about the environment you're going into so you have to do background reading you have to be willing and, and prepared to spend some time to understand the industry um, the terms and, and conditions and, and I know oil and gas is, is uh, um, uh, quite a specialized industry to come into so I've certainly spent uh, a lot of time on, on YouTube and, and reading uh, online articles to try and understand the, the current uh, conditions of the market when I came into it in the middle of last year um, obviously the technology that, that I was coming into and where the technology was going to be used and then find a way to convert um, your skill set and and your knowledge to prove how you can create value in that environment you're coming into um, and and to be able to do that should be relatively simple if you're looking at the right jobs and you choose and you truly uh, are, are focused on moving yourself forward and being open to new challenges then you will find those links between your skill set and and the needs and the desires of the hiring manager um, and then it's making those connections and, and being able to comfortably and positively talk through those connections and 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 as quickly as possible create that connection with the hiring manager or, or the hiring team and, and show them uh, and, and start to create that level of confidence for them that you will be successful. Uh, uh, but at the same time, be very honest. I, I mean, you can say um, that this is an industry you, you haven't been privy to before, you're coming from this other industry, but at the same time then sell the pertinent points of your background and, 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 and uh, the things that you've been responsible for and how you see those being valuable in, in the new environment. That's great. That's great. Well, guys, um, you see there definitely. Um, I put it like a like a like a bullet points here. So we definitely have to overcome the fears and work on the fears. Trying to understand the industry we are getting into with reading articles and you know supporting ourselves and honesty. Definitely, honesty is is one strength one for there. Um, any uh, what? How is it the what was the most difficult part that you that you found in the oil and gas industry? How, like, what was the when you read it, when you read something, or when you see something, it's like, okay, that's hard. <laughs> uh, the, 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 honestly, the the first side was the technical side to it. It was um, it, it it was the language. That that honestly, it was. I, I would read some words and I. Uh, my my first reaction was hmm. so you you watch an article and then you have to google some of the terminology to understand you know how to put it in context that was that was the biggest fear i think for me uh, it, it was just an un unknown um but but that fear i try to make that fear as transparent as possible and and i try to say to people while acknowledging that I, I didn't have the familiarity with the industry, I tried to create a level of confidence 
that I, again, I, I knew my, the things that I was, I was being brought to the table for, the, the leadership and, and the management and, and the organization, and uh, the, those things I could easily put into context in the industry that, we were, that, that I was coming into, the oil and gas industry. But then when I maybe sat down and had a technical conversation about um, fracking or flowback or production, I, I I felt myself getting a gazed uh, expression, um, and as quickly as possible, I, I tried to ask questions to clarify. And and the the key there f for me in the conversations was interest. I was genuinely interested. Um, it was something that 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 was uh, creating uh, a challenge for me, uh, and I'm I'm always up for the challenge. And therefore, I was able to turn that into something positive. And, and seemingly, I continue to ask a lot of questions. I don't mind asking the questions. Um, and, and it helps me understand and be able to have very intelligent uh, and transparent conversations with, with the team and then with peers outside of the organization. So I think, again, creating that credibility as quickly as possible was a challenge, but, but I hope that I've been able to do that. Um, and, it's, and I'm still learning. I, I still read articles and, and I still have to go and google expressions and terms and and especially w when we're talking about engineering in particular yeah. which again is is outside outside my area of expertise but it's it's finding the context putting everything into context and again trying to manage the fear of uh oh goodness me um this is huge um actually you you touch a a very important um uh topic there in and it's something that it, it takes you it takes you time to understand that is asking questions. You as a young professional, um, you feel that if you ask a question, you you have the fear of looking no knowledge or even stupid, right? You say like uh -huh. I, I don't want to look bad. I don't even if you're in a meeting or something and in how important is that? How how much changes you can do with that is it's not about how you're gonna look. And you just cut yourself. Remember, maybe it's a question that all the room have, or a lot of people have, and nobody feels the the, the strength or just to go ahead and, and ask. You know, so it's definitely something that I would like you to to help people to understand how important. And and, and again, that is not you're not going to look bad because you are you are you know making questions. I think one of the, the worst things you can do is 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 be part of a meeting or a conversation and have not asked a question and then leave that that conversation uh, or that meeting having committed to something that you don't truly fully understand or appreciate because then you have very 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 limited chance of being successful and 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 that's and then that in my mind is one of the worst things you can do the ability uh, to ask the question for clarity during the meeting is again a very humbling experience uh, and 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 something that's very difficult for many people to do but if you're willing to do it and and to have a level of confidence in again in your own ability that the question is seemingly an innocent question you are asking the question for context because you don't understand if if the person on the other side of the table reciprocates that level of trust and confidence they won't see that as a weakness at all they will see that as a strength a that you've had the confidence to to ask the question and yeah. b that you're intelligent enough to string things together to understand that it's an important question to ask the the ultimately the, the the person or the people across the table 
should be as committed to, to the success of the conversation or the agreement as you are. And, and therefore, they should be willing to put the time and effort in to help you understand. The key, I think, is, is clearly, uh, well, a couple of keys. Be honest. If you're not honest, people will see that see through that much much quicker and and it's very difficult to to come back from from that the second thing is if if you're able to ask that question and learn from that question so that you don't continually ask the same question you show uh the, the other people around the table that that your your interest is continuing to help you learn and understand and and by that in itself you are continuing to to add value to the conversation and that gives you credibility that creates trust uh and and that that helps you buy in and the team buy into you great that is that is yeah it is you know it, it is something that we definitely need to and and that is not just in professional life I think that is in any situation, in absolutely any situation that you are, even with your family, with your um, significant other, you just sometimes don't ask because it's like, okay, maybe I should know this, maybe I don't want to look bad. But definitely, the honesty, it is one of the big topics that we have today in, in, in this interview. Um, we are around over 30 minutes, and I would definitely would like you to give us um, a general recommendations. We know that the situations that we are living right now, it is not typical. It is not the easiest one for sure. Um, and we know that uh, in this industry, in the oligarchy industry, we are many, many, um, it is many, many of us that is being laid off, that is being, um, that is in between jobs. And, and, and definitely it's good to hear from people like you what you would recommend? What what is what are your thoughts in in the situation? What are you, what are your words for 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 all these people? Certainly, this is a, a an extremely challenging time, and and um, uh, in my lifetime, unprecedented. So so probably in in many listening to this, uh, also unprecedented, and and so I think um, there's there's not a lot of sort of points. Uh, of reference to go back to and, 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 and calibrate against. What I would advocate for is, is to communicate, uh, to be open, um, to be as transparent as possible uh, about your feelings. Um, I, I think at the moment it's a very scary time um, and you have to be able to and willing to uh, share those fears with others and, and look to others to be, to be able to be supportive. Uh, and to provide guidance um, or, or just an ear, just somebody to, to, to listen to. Quite often in these situations, we're not necessarily looking for um, any guidance or direction. We're just looking for someone to be able to listen to us um, and, and, and say, yes, I hear you and, and I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing the, the same type of things. So I think that's sort of a general statement. I think then with respect to... Um, looking at, at career opportunities again i go back to to trusting yourself um you you individually know you have been very successful uh, in the past you you know the foundation for that success um, but also i i would hope that you are humble enough to know that 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 there are still many many things that you can learn and and you would want to learn um, and i think to to focus uh, on those strengths um to acknowledge those areas where where you can continue to develop 
uh, again, I, I talk about coaches and mentors. Um, they have been very important to me and they will remain very important to me. I, I speak, I have probably uh, four coaches that I reach out to uh, at least once each on a monthly basis. Um, sometimes it's just, hey, how are you? Other times it's I haven't experienced before. Mm -hmm. Can I talk to you about it? And and again, I'm not necessarily looking for direction. I'm just I'm I want uh, to express my concerns and my fears and 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 maybe some of my thoughts. So be able to do that. Um, I think it's also a time to be able to to put things straight in your life. Uh, update your resume. Um, uh, you know, look at your LinkedIn profile. Uh, look at any other social media that 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 you're able to to utilize or leverage uh, in, in the workplace, um, uh, and I think tidy those things up. Uh, again, look for, for for opportunities to to vet those against uh, other individuals or organisations to see how yours fares against others, yeah. and I think continually keep a positive attitude. Uh, it's very easy to say this is a very difficult time, but but keep a very very positive attitude. Um, I think that will drive you uh, individually towards the next opportunity and, and continued success. Understanding it's very challenging. So, so understanding that um, you, you're going to have some trips and some falls on that journey, but it is definitely a journey uh, and that journey will have a successful outcome, hopefully sooner rather than later. Mm. But again, go back to trusting yourself and, and, and just be open to, to that emotional support that we all need. Every, every one of us needs yeah that is for sure that is for sure i in, in my experience um and i don't know if it's something they have to be with my age but it's definitely i find it as a very positive situation that i'm able to see okay well i what is the next what is the next door is gonna open uh, sometimes there are doors that you open yourself you see that is a uh, um what I want to do, what I want to, what I don't want to do again, what I really would like to go forward in my career. And um, I'm just trying to keep myself positive in, in that area. Obviously with your support, with, with my other coaches support, but it's, um, but it's, yeah, it's a difficult time. And there are some days that are not very good. There are other days that are better, <laughs> but, but I, I'm sure that, uh, that we can keep going. And the idea today and in, in, in my next interviews is, is that it is right to, for us to have that positive, good tips and advice for people like you, from, you know, um, that, that we can add to our knowledge and just try to apply and keep going in the future. Um, the last question or the last thing that I, that I would like you to give us is any book recommendations, anything that I, <laughs> I know which one you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I have read it already. Um, but definitely something that people will, uh, we get uh, positive thoughts and, and, and very good outcome from it. So uh, apologies for the, the little bit of laughter that uh, those watching, but uh, I have one book in particular that that, that I use to help me uh, and 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 help me physically, but also with with developing teams. Uh, it's uh, it's a book by a, an author called Patrick Lencioni, uh, and it's called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Uh, and it's a fable. Uh, it's a very easy read. You can read it in a couple of hours. But it 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 
it opens your eyes to behaviors in the workplace that that aren't necessarily focused on uh, a cohesive team uh, and if if we go back to earlier in the conversation whereas you are one part of ultimately you want to be one part of a cohesive team and that team is there to succeed um, so that's all about building trust and and um, understanding situations where where you can um, go into a conversation and, and and you can have a conflict conversation but but it enables you to to then hold one another accountable uh, and it moves you forward ultimately to to a position where you as a team are able to be responsible for the successes um, so it, it's something that I've used for probably 10 plus years I try to to encourage my teams to read it, and certainly Magley was was one of those that read it. So uh, I, f I do find that a particularly useful team. Um, uh, a little bit of promotion here. I, I have a, a coach called Sal Sylvester. Um, he he has a, a consulting company uh, here in Colorado called Five One Two Solutions. He's written he's uh, written two books. One's called Unite, and one's called Ignite, and that's all about moving um, into uh, leadership and and management positions. And and they're very very good books. Uh, I'll happily provide this book list to Maggie so she can publish it with this with this article. Um, but they're very simple uh, books, uh, simple in the sense of very easy to read. Uh, a lot of a lot of business books can be very very challenging. Yes, for sure. Uh, and then two two books. One one that I read uh, a little after the the uh, the holidays, the the, um, the Christmas holidays. Uh, my wife is is committed to my career as as much as I am and, and we talk about uh, being able to support one another she bought me uh, a book by uh, a gentleman called Robert Iger who was the uh, CEO of, of Disney um, uh, and it was an incredible read it was it was basically his history um, uh, through his career and 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 towards the end of his career at, at Disney and it was just uh, an informative career uh, an informative book to help you understand and put into context why he made the decisions he did um, and, and how he was successful and, and a lot of his uh, success was was based around the time and effort he put into his team and his people um, so that's a, a really good book and then the last one I'm reading is actually here so I tend to spend quite a lot of time um, uh, certainly at the moment, if I get 15 minutes, half an hour to read, uh, that's a, a book called Leadership Strategy and Tactics uh, by Jocko Willink. Um, very different read for me. Uh, this individual is a uh, member or was a member rather of the US SEALs uh, oh. and it's his uh, strategy and leadership um, from a very military perspective and I haven't read many uh, leadership books from 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 that sort of background military background yeah. again very very uh, not dissimilar to, to how we lead and, and manage in um, in business um, yeah. just a, a different type of pressure I think um, so that's a very interesting read and and um, a, a, an easy read and a hard read because it's actually very emotional as well so um, some of the situations that 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 uh, our military brethren find ourselves in so uh, I've nearly finished that that's that's also a great read and, and again a different context uh, to leadership and strategy well thank you so much um, 
Um, for everybody connected, I know that uh, they are asking for the name of the, the uh, books. Uh, Paul is going to be able to send it to me. Um, this interview is going to be in YouTube and uh, give me your advice. Also, you can find it in the podcast. Give me your advice um, for the audio. And I'm going to be sure that we add all the books that he is um, recommended listed below in the, in, in the description for, for the video and the podcast so you guys can have it there as well. Um, if you guys have any other questions, please let me know. If not, uh, I just want to say thank you so much. I couldn't have any other first podcast <laughs> <laughs> that it was not you. I really appreciate it. Um, I look up to you a lot. Um, and um, it, it, is, it is really, really um, so positive and, and, and I, I, am, I feel so lucky that I, that I really have you in my life as a, as a coach and as a mentor and I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Magli. I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely honoured to, to be the first and, and, and the feelings are reciprocated. It was wonderful to work with you and wonderful now to, to work with you outside of the, of the normal workplace. And, and I'm here to encourage and support you as you do continue to, to encourage and support me. So thank you very much indeed. And, and, and I'm very grateful for the time today. Thank you. For sure. For sure. Thank you. And uh, well, talk to you soon. I talk to you almost every day. So. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Thank you for connecting. Bye-bye. Thank Appreciate you, everybody. Bye-bye.